What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have now concluded yet another week. A lot of fun stuff happened over the weekend. Going to go over the big hits, do our recaps. So Albert Pujols is now at 697. I'm going to be covering every single home run he hits from here on out until he gets to 700. I mean, let's let's do it. I mean, there are three weeks left in the regular season. We all want to see Albert get the big 700. And hitting two home runs over the weekend was a great way to do it. So now he stands alone in fourth place on the all-time list. He was tied with A-Rod for fourth at 696. Now he stands all alone at 697. Only three men in the history of baseball have hit more homers than Albert Pujols. So he hit this to center field at PNC Park, and it really does feel like Albert is going to reach the milestone. We all want to see it, and it's it's really putting a smile on everyone's faces, putting a smile on Albert's face, on his teammates' faces. We're all seeing it. He looks, he generally looks like he's having fun out there. He's smiling, he's laughing, he's just having fun, and it's really good to see. So, I mean, some fun facts. Pujols has homered off of all 30 MLB teams in his career. He's homered from all nine spots in the batting order, in every inning, on every day of the week, and in every count during an at-bat. Think about that. This dude has just gone through all the permutations. I mean, the fact that he's he's hit in every spot in the lineup, one through nine, that, that tells something. I never knew he is let off before. And the fact that he's, you know, homered in every count, I could see that. But it's it's remarkable. Just enjoy what you're seeing. Just enjoy it because we're going to be covering it here as as it unfolds. The Cardinals got a 4-3 win over the Pirates on Sunday. Let's head out to Seattle where a crazy game took place. The Mariners ended up walking off the Braves. And it's showing, I mean, this, this walk-off win, some people are saying it's showing that the Mariners are ready for the October State. This is a magical team. I mean, they, they just rode a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, they, they were very close to winning. And then they, they, they blew it and then they were close to losing and they came back and then they won the game. So they ended up winning 8-7. Julio Rodriguez crushed a game-tying homer off Kenley Jansen. And then Eugenio Suarez followed with a walk-off blast. And that took the Mariners to their most thrilling victory of the season. I mean, this was immediately after their bullpen blew the game. Their bullpen put them in trouble by surrendering five runs with two outs in the top of the ninth. Can you believe that? This game was was awesome. It was back and forth. I will say, this. what I'm about to say has nothing to do with the Mariners because we, we know they're good and they're going to make the playoffs. But And obviously the Braves are good too. But one player who has really really caught my eye, not just me, but I think everyone has noticed, is Michael Harris II on the Atlanta Braves. I mean, we talk about Julio Rodriguez, obviously, the stud rookie who's taking the baseball world by storm. But we knew about him coming to this season. We knew he was going to be a big name, one of the top prospects in all of baseball. Made the opening day roster, has been awesome. Michael Harris II came up in May, in late May, for the Braves. And he's he now leads all rookies in Major League Baseball in war. Think about that for a second. And we, I mean, we are talking about this guy now. We know how good he is. He's the same age as Julio Rodriguez. They're both 21 years old. But this is a star in Atlanta. The Atlanta Braves just signed this guy to a below-market deal, eight years, $72 million. Of course, he accepted it because he's young and he's he's, he's going to take that security. But 
that might end up being quite a bargain here. I mean, Harris is putting up phenomenal numbers, and he's been hitting for power, way more power in the in the big leagues than he did in the minor leagues. And we're seeing in recent games that stroke has really come alive. I mean, he had three home runs over the last three games against Seattle, two on Sunday. And obviously, you're talking about someone who's got a really good glove. That's actually arguably his best tool is his glove. So he was actually considered to be a a defensive guy first when he was in the minor leagues. But the bat has really come alive. 311, 18 homers, 16 steals, a 909 OPS in limited action in just 93 games for Michael Harris II because, like I said, came up in late May, and he's just run run away with that job. He's their center fielder. He is their center fielder. Absolutely, and really turning heads. I don't know how the Braves do it. They just turn churn out good young talent every single year. So we're talking about Spencer Strider just about a week ago, but he and Michael Harris II are, are one and two for that Rookie of the Year award. It's going to be one of those two guys, and Harris has made a pretty strong push here. So Harris went deep twice. Austin Riley hit his 36th home run of the year. Robbie Grossman also homered in the ninth inning. Austin Riley has 36 bombs, folks. I mean, for someone who was snubbed from the All-Star game, he's definitely uh, you know put the baseball world on notice. Hopefully, you know, I think we'll remember him for next year. This dude is, he's in the MVP conversation. The Braves are just talented. They're just loaded with talent. There's really not much else to say. That's simply the case, that they are loaded with talent. So if we head out to San Francisco, well, I guess this is just news about the Giants. Wilmer Flores agreed to a two-year extension with the Giants. They got they were actually in Chicago. They had a 4-2 win over the Cubs on Sunday. Wilmer Flores had a home run in the eighth inning to give them an important insurance run. And Wilmer's actually put together a career year at the plate. He's actually showcasing his versatility in the field at the same time. In 132 games, he's hit 18 homers, which ties his career best, which he set last year. He's driven in a career-high 65 runs, and he's got strong plate discipline. And he's primarily played second base this year, but he's also seen time at first and third. So that gives him a lot of you know, options. It gives the Giants a lot of options. He's a versatile guy that can throw all around the infield. So shout out to Wilmer Flores getting that extension. In Houston, Justin Verlander threw a bullpen. He threw a simulated inning in the bullpen. He's nearing a return. Um, you know, he, he's been out for a little bit with a right calf injury. And he said that after he threw the pen, the calf wasn't an issue. So he could return to the Houston rotation during the September 16 to 18 series against the Oakland A's in Houston. So that's a good, that's a good sign because you're talking about a guy who is the front runner for the American League Cy Young. And obviously, the Astros are going to need him for the stretch run. This is another team that is going to lean on him. They're going to lean on, on this guy big time in the playoffs. So they want to get him healthy. So fortunately, that calf strain didn't end up being anything too major. So we begin a new week. Uh, players of the week for last week. So last week, the American League Player of the Week was Bo Bichette, Toronto Blue Jays. Bo has, he's been on fire. He's been seeing the ball really well. The week of September 5 through 11, he hit 500 with five homers, 13 ribbies, and a 1686 OPS. Freddie Freeman was a player of the week on the National League side for the third time this season. 546, three homers, eight ribbies, a 1638 OPS. 
Both these guys getting the job done, obviously, leading the team to greater heights. Both these teams are are in the hunt for the postseason. The Blue Jays seem to have cleaned things up a lot better recently. I mean, if you look at the AL East, obviously they're they're back in that, but if the playoffs were to start today, they would hold a wild card position. Toronto is eight and two in their last ten games, and they've really ride the sh- righted the ship there. Of course, we know the story with the LA Dodgers. They're they're going to win the National League West, no questions asked. So as we begin a new week, I think for me, the, the main thing I'm not the main thing, but one thing I'm really looking looking out for is is Pujols 700 watch. I'm keeping my eye on that. You know, got you have some really good series going on. You have the Rays and Blue Jays squaring off. That's going to be a good series to watch. That's going to start on Monday. You know, not all teams are playing on Monday, but then you have a full slate where everyone else catches up. And then, of course, you have the the Cubs and Mets. Not because of the Cubs, but the Mets, obviously, you know, trying to trying to stay on top of their division. Brewers, Cardinals. That's going to be a big one, big one for the week. And then Padres Mariners. I think that's that's a great series to begin the week. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.